0: guys i'm sorry i'm already not i'm not saying i said hot kevin and kevin <laughs> hot was, kevin is good hot kevin is great
1: <laughs> i don't know what was there for hot kevin <laughs> like what you just I said just, you're
0: coming in hot so i went hot kevin
1: yeah but you did it listener he did it with like capitals like he did it <laughs> capital h hot Capital K Kevin. It was not a casual Hot Kevin. It was your name is now Hot Kevin. Hot
2: Kevin proper noun. Once I realized what you're doing, I loved it, Chad. But for a brief moment, I was like, was there a guy named Kevin in Goosebumps that was hot? Once you realized what he was doing, do you have insight that I don't? <laughs> yeah, you're Hot Kevin.
0: I gave my friend a complimentary <laughs> nickname saying Hot Kevin. It's
1: just the the confidence on display with Hot Kevin. I could only respond with a question mark. You're hot, Kevin, the Kevin that is hot. I'm hot Kevin. That's all there is to it. That's just it. I'm I'm hot Kevin. I'm just struggling to come to terms with my new identity. And apparently, Paul and Chad have perfect clarity about who I am.
0: Yeah, I'm tepid. I'm tepid. Chad and <laughs> there's cold,
2: there's cold Paul. Cold Paul.
1: We were just talking about how you're cold, Paul.
2: I would l- I, I I'll accept cold Paul, but I prefer if you guys called me C Paul. C. Paul, C. Paul. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Thank you. It's kind of like when when a person in a book has their their Mister or or whatever their uh, their like salutation is reduced to M, and they call them oh. M last name. Have you ever, ever seen a book do that before?
1: No, I thought you were referring to Jolkin, Rolkin, Rolkin, Tolkien. Hold
2: on, and <laughs> Tolkien, Rolkin, Rolkin Tolkien.
1: Yeah, you know, he just goes by J.R.R. Tolkien, because no one wants to say Jolkin, Rolkin, Rolkin, Tolkien.
2: <laughs> That's not his real name. Yeah, no, no, he's, he, it's just like George R.R. Rartin, Rartin, Martin.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes writers have interesting names, Chad.
2: No, it's true. They're, they're so ashamed of it, they hide it by just putting the letters. It creates too many <laughs> questions that they don't want to have to answer.
1: I mean, yeah. all of our names are fake, right? No one would believe Kevin Cole is a real name.
0: Right, I, I, I thought about going as a writer named C.C. C. Quant. I thought that made myself sound cooler, and I was a little bit ashamed of Chad as a first name. Not a shame, but, you know, like, it means different things now in, in the zeitgeist to be a Chad. I mean, C.C. C.
1: Quant wears
2: sunglasses. No, oh, definitely. You think so? Small yeah. ones. Really, really small but, ones.
0: Yeah. My, see, my worry was, like, no one's going to read, like, a fantasy story by a guy named Chad. Like right you just have preconceived notions what if you just went
2: purely name. last name just quant
0: just a, quant, a nothing, book not, by like, quant like most pretentious artist hey can we go back to that can we go back to that mr m abbreviation thing for a second is oh, that yes. why is that does m bison is that supposed to mean mr, mr. bison, bison?
2: Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely mr bison yes
1: it's actually Mison bison <laughs>
0: Welcome to GooseBuds. Uh, hello. Welcome to GooseBuds. I'm Chad. I'm Paul. I'm Kevin. And uh, normally we read the works of R.L. uh, Goosebumps, Horrorland, Fear Street, other YA novels. Uh, but today we are doing a minor detour into another R.L. work. The TV adaptation of the 2023 Disney Hulu uh, new series Goosebumps. Goosebumps is back There's a TV
2: show. Just goosebumps. Yeah, just goosebumps.
1: Maybe we call it Goosebumps Plus for clarity. Or I've been something? calling it
2: Hulu Goosebumps. That's how I named it. I like Hulu Goosebumps. Hulu Goosebumps. Hulu Goosebumps. Hulu Goosebumps. Yeah, that's
0: that's that's the fandom. What the fandom will start using all yeah. the time to abbreviate. Uh,
2: the main character's name is Zach Morris. What? Oh no, the actor who wait, plays him. by the it,
0: Saved by the Bell. <laughs> the the main. Oh. I'm sorry,
2: his name's Isaiah. He's played by Zach Morris, which is you named your child Zach Morris. You knew what you were doing.
0: Yeah, that kid is young enough that his parents had seen Saved
2: by the Bell. Absolutely. Oh know, wait, uh, he's Brit. He's British. They don't have it over there. I don't want to uh,
1: uh, freak anyone out, but this was fucking awesome. <laughs>
2: What? I, wow! I had a lot
1: of I had a lot of fun with this. I thought it was great. Uh, I also watched the Frasier reboot pilot <laughs> in the same day, which was just terrible. Like, just no no fun at all. Uh-huh. And I do like Frasier, and I do have fun with Frasier. So I was not expecting like anything. I I, I was expecting nothing from television in general. But uh, this this was uh this was a treat. I had a lot of fun here.
0: Kelsey Grammer lowered the bar for you on a way where you came in. So yeah.
1: Kelsey Grammer was good in the pilot of the Fraser reboot, which Mm -hmm. I may still watch all of because I'm a freak. And the actor who played his son was also very good, but the other actors weren't quite directed well, or I don't know what was going on there. It just wasn't, it felt like, it felt like Big Bang Theory.
0: Mm. (laughs) It
1: was, it was, it did not feel like. Interesting. Um, but, uh, uh, yeah, that's not the thing we're talking about. We're talking about uh, Goosebumps. And I I like these kids. Uh, I like this this town. I like the setup. I like how characters respond to each other.
2: Now, Kevin, I need to ask, did you watch more than the first episode?
1: No, and
2: I don't know if I will. <laughs>
0: <laughs> After all that, you're like, I'm good,
2: though.
1: I love pilot episodes so much. I, I would, like... Do a podcast that is just pilot episodes if there weren't probably like twenty of them already out there,, mm-hmm. but I just like the promise of a good pilot,
2: okay, cool,
0: sure.
1: I love an excellent setup, and I detest a like long winded bad setup um and this I thought moved really well uh and the the characters were engaging, and you know the the characters also went a little from zero to 60 with their emotions a lot, but they're teenagers, so that's forgivable. Yeah, you
2: know, it's funny, Kevin. There, there were a couple of things that rubbed me the wrong way, and then I started thinking about it, and I was like, you know what? These are supposed to be teenagers. It's kind of fine. And and I think it was a lot of the zero to 60 emotional damage.
1: Yeah, it's, um, you know, it, it's not like fucking shakespeare or anything like it's not even fucking star trek but i as someone who wasn't a huge fan of stranger things this i felt like was really good like it didn't feel like
0: interesting interesting
1: like my, my issue with stranger things was like At least for like season two, the first couple of episodes felt like all set up and no payoff.
2: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And this,
1: we already got some cool payoffs. Like we already got some scares and stuff.
2: Things are certainly happening from the go on this. They don't. But I think I'll say this. I think I found it to be a little muddled of a pilot episode. Uh, I think there was a lot of characters. Mm. There was a lot of things going on and a lot of um, emotional lines being pulled that I don't think had the time to set up quite enough for me so i thought it moved a little quick actually and i thought there and i thought it, it lost me in a couple spots but not too bad
1: you know it's just fun that we can discuss this like a real fucking story
2: well that that is something else i thought about kevin when, yeah. when i was watching it was i said wow it's told like a real story
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it it is it is really hard actually to look at this as a solo episode because yeah kevin it is a pilot yeah. Um it it that that's the most obvious statement I've ever made about a show. It is a pilot, it is the <laughs> yeah. first episode. But it's it's like simultaneously clearly trying to set up like arcs for out the rest of this 10 episode mm-hmm. season. Um and I'm and but also it's like named this episode 1 is named "Say Cheese and Die" and if you really got into the nitty-gritty, I guess you could say this episode's about a haunted camera but but
2: barely, yeah. Like, and is, yeah. It, it's, is it? I'm assuming. I again haven't watched past the first episode. I'm assuming that all of the things—the haunted mask, the cuckoo clock of doom, the, the Say Cheese and die camera—that all of them are going to carry throughout the entire series. That it's not just going to end with this one instance of using the camera. Because if so, I'll say that that was my biggest problem with the of with the writing of this episode, or maybe the directing, or whatever was i thought that the camera we know how the camera works from the book right and if we are basing this off the book i thought the books (laughs) this is gonna be the first time i ever said this i think the book did a better job of establishing in the character's minds how the camera works and like giving them like a slow realization whereas i think he kind of really quickly I, i um isaiah yeah isaiah quickly figures out how this works in a way that i didn't Find to be uh, that believable.
0: Yeah, the, the the camera comes in so late, and we get we should you know we want to go into every single scene, but the general flow of it.
1: Can we talk about how it just starts with "Drive" by REM?
2: Okay, it goes from, <laughs> and I, I think this is on purpose. I'm assuming this is on purpose. It goes from a fucking great song, and then jumps yeah. to 2023. To the worst song. Uh, almost the worst song. The, wait, buddy, say- wait, Unholy's not the worst song. I like that song. It's, a, it's not, a, it's not <laughs> but, a good song, Jack.
1: <laughs> but let's, let's like, linger in the 1993 zone for a sec, where, like, yeah. they play a lot of uh, not, like, it, it's not losing my religion. It's, like, you know, it is, like, a popular R.E.M. song, like, like a big hit, but, like, it's still, like, holy shit, like, that... That's a, that's a pick like that is an intentional pick for like setting a, a vibe and a mood. And I was like, yeah. it's, it's dicey starting with a needle drop like that, I guess mm-hmm. if that is, if that even counts as a needle drop, but no, it
0: it, it it's such a, uh, a trope now in all of these type of stories to do, especially as you cut back to a decade, you just drop something from that, from the decade to, to nail it. I think the fear street movies that we watched last year, the year before that had the same thing. Str- I mean, Stranger Things, half of Stranger Things is 80s needle drops. It's very much like baked in now, almost to the to the genre.
1: Yeah, it is just kind of how you tell a story now. And like, I, I think part of the blame can rest on the 10 episode season, which I don't like as a thing.
2: You want more episodes of the show?
1: I think 12 is a good number.
2: Yeah, I like 13. I like 13. Th- 13's great. I think 6 is your best number six to seven is the best number of episodes well
1: bro. that that's how i know i'm eating steak
2: well <laughs> that's that's a min that's a mini series you think that's a mi- <laughs> i think well six to seven episodes first season bbc mode baby do it like the bbc does they yeah they keep it short they keep it sweet and they move on to the next story and they don't and it doesn't run out of steam because kevin i'm with you when it's like 10 or 12 especially 12 netflix is egregiously bad at over over stretching stories across way too many episodes and then canceling yeah. her, despite having uh, made so much stuff that they didn't need to make with so much setup this is a whole it's a whole conversation about how much streaming algorithms and and
0: higher up you know le- uh, dictates what a story structure is now right Like yeah. mm-hmm. even Netflix and the streamers going like oh we don't think we can sustain 13 episodes so even if your story needs it uh, can you get it in 10 um and you, sometimes you can feel the stories constrained or fluffed i mean there's some there's some like disney plus shows where like oh you guys needed like three less episodes yeah and this would have been really solid
1: it, it, it's almost like i mean this is obviously true but they want you to end the season with that was good but like where's the rest like
0: uh-huh <laughs> wanting wanting more
1: yeah for like every show's like for a show to be a success like it can't just tell a story and then tell the next story it has to be like but you know with a little more money maybe we can finish this story
2: (laughs) so you think they want they want you to feel like it's not complete
1: i think they are incentivized to tell an incomplete story
0: Hmm. i think i think their number one incentive is similar to that kevin it is uh we got to get you to click through every single episode all the way like Whether we make another one or not, the the, whatever the term like completion is something I feel like I always hear out here in the industry a lot.
2: It's I don't understand. I don't understand this. This is what is wrong with everything. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) It's the same thing with video games. Don't (laughs) doesn't have to be long. It does not have to be long. If you make it so, so good, you will watch it again and you will have the person watch it multiple times. The, now the Sopranos is pretty long but like it's not <laughs> that long it's not that long no, and no, it's yeah. so so good that you can watch it over and over again and it only yeah. needed to be as long as it was and it might have even been a little longer than it needed to be but I think they do this with video games and they do it with shows you don't need it like it's all about now it's all about retention and keeping people on your platform for a, a long amount of time it that's purely what it's about and it's not about quality and it's not about giving people their money's worth that's certainly yeah. not what it's about uh-huh yeah 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 well there's at
0: some point there's the the number comes in of episodes first and then you kind of like fly by the seat of your pants as you fill those fill that quota in uh while we're talking about this i think as someone who does this very very well to compare this to goosebumps series uh 10 episodes at the time of us talking about this five had come out uh the other five are going to come out over the next couple weeks uh, including very clearly
2: Slappy is going to show up. Uh, uh, very if you, curious. If you look at the cast list on on Wikipedia, it's uh, really great. Yeah. They have the main cast, the recurring cast, and then at the bottom it says, additionally, Slappy the dummy is also set to appear. As if Slappy the <laughs> dummy were a real person.
0: That's fun. I like that. That's cute. I, I just someone who does this really well. I think my is uh I'm a big fan of Mike Flanagan stuff. Yeah. Um you know, Haunted Hill House, mm-hmm. Midnight Mass. Midnight Mass is seven episodes and like it's perfect. Mm-hmm. I would definitely be down to rewatch it at some point. Uh, Midnight Club, Fall of House of Usher just came out too at the same point. Like, I'm like, yeah, it what how many episodes do you actually need to tell the story? And for Goosebumps, they said we need 10. Um <laughs> and they're all going to be named after books, but not really. Uh I don't know how much <laughs> you guys scanned ahead. Episode 2 is The Haunted Mask. Episode three is Cuckoo Clock of Doom. Okay. Episode four is Go Eat Worms. So yes, these are all things that have been set up in the pilot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, five, interesting, is Reader Beware, right. which is not a book title, just the tagline of the book series. I'm
1: down for that, yes. Break free, and Good. based on the
0: synopsis, it kind of almost reads like their take on an original Goosebumps story with... Uh Margot uh getting like trapped going reading a scrapbook and being like trapped in the nineties of her mother's life.
2: Uh-huh. That cool. could Whoa. be a goosebumps book.
1: Yeah. Whoa. That's cool. Yeah. I like I like the idea of playing with nineties nostalgia a lot. And by the way, back to the opening really briefly. Um I love having seen like Fear Street and like all these other like properties, maybe it's just because we keep watching stuff that was set in the nineties that is like RL stein's Halloween ass shit mm-hmm. but <laughs> I love how for like a generation of kids the 90s will always be perpetual fall and perpetually cloudy. Yeah. Just so they can like justify the flannels.
2: Yeah, just so everyone can have their big flannels on.
0: And also in <laughs> in the 2030s play on kids will be like, what do you mean it was like where it was overcast?
1: <laughs> right. You mean it was cold outside?
2: What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, do, I had a question Harold Biddy Biddy, Biddle, Biddle. Biddle. (laughs) Biddy, Biddy. (laughs) Harold Biddy, Um, Harold Biddle uh, walks into his house in the beginning and grabs a packet of some sort of uh, flavor dust and drinks it. What do you think it is?
1: I was wondering what that was. I thought it uh, honestly, I thought it was straight up some Cheezosaurus Rex uh, mac and cheese. dust. (laughs) Oh, you think it's cheese dust?
0: (laughs) Just just downs it. (laughs) I, I
1: looked to my notes to write something down. and I saw that he put some powder in his mouth and I was like, wait, what? And I didn't
2: rewind. It was it was it was in impo- I rewinded Kevin to see if I could figure it out. I could not. My best guess, Carnation Instant Breakfast or Nesquik. Oof. I feel like that makes the most sense, but probably the most that wouldn't taste good. I think the thing that would no. taste somewhat good uh, Kool-Aid powder, maybe. sure fun maybe some just some fun dip i don't know if fun dip existed in the 90s probably did i feel like fun dip is essentially kool-aid powder like it's the same idea right yeah it's flavored sugar yeah so i think that would make sense this cold open is wild by the way
1: yeah it's it's much and it doesn't (laughs) say very much it's completely without dialogue which is like kind of a bold choice i -hmm. feel Mm -hmm. uh it it's a little bit artistic it's a little bit fun
0: uh, yeah, just Harold. Uh, comes uh, a sad-looking boy leaves the school in the ni- in '93. Yep, comes home, walks past a uh, cuckoo clock in the room in the house. I, I, I scream "cuckoo clock of doom" and <laughs> embarrass my partner.
1: Uh, I, I, I also noted that the the bird in the cuckoo clock is very CG,
0: <laughs> like like the worst. Yeah, it wasn't like a a cool looking cuckoo clock or anything. It was just
1: a. I mean, the cuckoo clock itself looks fine. It's just, it's not a practical effect for the bird popping out.
0: It is the CG effect. Are we really at that point where it's cheaper to just be like, yeah, we'll just put a bird on there?
2: Yeah. I mean, I guess we are. Did you guys notice that as he was walking into his house, uh, REM was singing? (laughs) The man REM uh, was singing. (laughs) Michael Stipe. And said, uh, uh, what if you rock around the clock? Tick tock, tick tock. And that's when we saw the cuckoo clock of doom. It's actually right before it, but close uh, enough. Oh, that's pretty cool. That's fun. I just thought that I thought that it was a. Uh, I, it was nice to, as you guys were saying, uh, you know, like needle drop, if you want to call it that. Uh, I think it's just using popular music in in a thing. We've gotten a term for it now, but it's it's always been a thing um, since Martin Scorsese started doing it. Uh, it I I think it's nice though when a song can be used not only to sound cool and to get across an emotion. But also to uh, maybe add a little uh, subtext, although I don't know that it's adding much subtext, other than hey, look at the clock.
1: I, I don't think it's doing much. It's adding atmosphere. The lyrics aren't aren't contributing to this at all.
2: No, I think. although they, they are, the yeah, they are they are seemingly relevant to an editor is is doing some work.
1: Yeah, yeah. at the very least, it's going to get some kids probably to listen to REM on Spotify, and I think that's pretty that's cool. Funny. Yeah, that's um, right. if
0: this is like Kate Bush, would Kate Bush got a bump from Stranger Things? Oh, yeah. REM comes out of this.
1: I mean, you know, if they do the same with like Gin Blossoms and Ben Folds Five and Fastball and
0: <laughs> get a bottle fucking Rockets. Fastball song in a '90s nostalgia, which I would, I'd, I would pop so if, big for. If that. If the
1: next uh, episode begins with sooner or later, then I'm I'm in for the whole series.
0: <laughs> wait, wait, we say sooner. Is that the one? Sooner or later. Ooh, do, 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 He's got it. One? You nailed it.
1: Yeah, that's exactly it. Uh, Ch- Pal- Paul Chad. <laughs>
0: I, I just want to, I want to detail this cold open a little bit more because I just thought this was such a wild opening of Harold. We've talked about the cuckoo clock. Harold's goes down into his basement. This is a massive mansion of a mm-hmm. house. We don't he, know where his parents are. We don't know if this is a stay at home kid. He, uh, in his basement, he is, uh, just got worms in a terrarium. I guess that's something a kid could do.
2: Yeah. He's he, feeding his worms to nothing. He puts them into an aquarium full of grass. And then he takes a, a terrarium, Paul. Pic- full of grass. It's a terrarium. A terrarium. <laughs> uh, and he he takes a picture of it with the with the death camera. And I don't know if he knows that it's a killer camera at that point. Um, is he murdering well, these? Yeah, I don't think it is. A, I don't think it is a killer camera. This is where my theory is. Oh. I think these are all
0: uncursed objects.
1: Yeah, I think he has to curse it with his death. I see.
0: Yeah, I see cuz we see also uh Spoiler. a mask but not a mask that we're used to for a mask. more of like what the jabberwockies would wear.
2: Yep, yes. Yeah, yeah it's like a uh, it's a ball mask for sure.
0: Yeah, it almost feels like a a, a mold to put another mask
2: on, but he's we got see. that down there.
1: We see this G has got a four colored pen. Dude,
2: <laughs> the only 90s pen you ever needed. You were set if you had a four-color pen. I,
0: I did like it, but also it really bothered me You lose one of those colors. Because you can't go to like
2: the pen store and get a refill for that. You no, have to yeah. get rid of your whole the, pen. The black no. and the red would run out, and then you were stuck with blue and green. And, and maybe you could get away with using blue. But if you tried to write in green on your test, your teacher was not having it.
1: No. No. You're not Dumbledore, dude. You can't fucking write in green. <laughs> and like, I remember getting the four-colored pen thinking I was hot shit. Like next week, kids were showing up with five, six color pens, and I was like, "What are we
2: fucking doing here?"
0: I think I think the part where I started to lose pen culture was when people started bringing in like jellies or whatever they were called. Oh yeah, I remember
2: jellies. Those rocks. Like,
0: jellies everything were fun, was gl- glittery kind of colors. And I do understand where teachers were like, I can't read this. Like this mm-hmm. is on the 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 brightness is too high.
1: I I need some pens, and I write for my fucking self. I might go buy. I might go out and buy some jellies.
2: Is pen technology the sign of a of like a civilization about to hit its decline? Because I feel like that (laughs) like we peaked like we peaked when we had jellies and then things have not been going too great since then. Yeah, yeah. It's like Rome inventing the aqueduct before it goes under. Yeah,
0: the 90s weren't
1: perfect. People just had money,
2: right? We were we were kind of like we were like we were in the the rocket had ascended fully and we were at the top. But the 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 fuel had burned out a long time ago.
0: Cap- capitalism was going great. The war on drugs was winning. Bill Bill Clinton raised <laughs> the sax. Yeah, we were we were doing well in the nineties.
1: <laughs> we had a president who could fuck.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Once again, a president who could fuck. Um,
1: Kids can't even imagine. <laughs>
0: Uh, Tom Tom Biddle, who we still don't know who this
2: is at this point, is drawing Tom some Biddle. Junji Ito drawings in his notebook. Yo, uh, for real though, and uh, and no, one hundred percent Junji Ito, like clearly inspired, right? Yeah, which is pretty cool for him to be
0: inspired by a Japanese
2: horror artist who probably who didn't even mean,
0: exist let's in ninety three. Let's say. all the way in, all the way in. Maine. I mean, it was, uh, Junji Ito was alive. <laughs> well, no, I'm oh, sorry. Yeah, sorry, he wasn't born an artist yet. He
2: hadn't become. It looks like Junji had uh, something come out in 1991, so it is possible wow. that that he was sick.
1: dude. This kid's getting like the the fucking dojins from Japan.
0: Yeah. So what the fuck happens here? I know we're not supposed yeah. to completely know, but he answers the door multiple times. No one's there. Yep. And then I guess like poltergeists just start knocking things around. Yep. He lights a candle and is like, "Whoa, I'm so scared," and and runs back down to his basement the cuckoo clock is going off again it's because it's doomed it's doom time yep uh and it seems like he just falls and his candle hits the floor and immediately an arson that is literally
1: what happens yeah he was living in a very flammable basement
2: (laughs) but the funny thing is when we see the basement later there's like a tiny little burn spot
1: you know, kids don't remember how flammable things used to be back in the 90s. That's, that's actually true. That's proven
2: true in the episode because Isaiah <laughs> lights the camera on fire on his dad's wooden uh, workbench <laughs> <laughs> with lighter fluid and uh, just lets it sit there and burn. That's true. Yeah. He does. I, I thought maybe I was like, maybe he was using like film
0: uh, materials and that's really flammable. Like, no, it was Polaroids. He was, he didn't even have to develop it. This This arson happens. And we get to a cut to a wide shot outside the house as flame erupts, a giant fireball, a level six or seven fireball at least, yeah, mm-hmm. comes out. And we instead uh, see a skeleton devil face in the fire. Yeah, this ghost fire comes out of the house. That's how
1: you know it was ghost fire because there is a scary face in it. And then we get the most generic fucking uh, title sequence I've ever seen.
2: Yeah, like it's, it's pretty. It's pretty uninspired.
1: That, that was a short meeting.
2: Somehow our podcast
0: logo that is just ripping off the Goosebump font is more inspiring. It's more than authentic.
1: <laughs> I mean, at least we didn't have a masturbatory, super skippable 15-second uh, like sequence of ink drying. Like, that's what you want to... Like, I watched Rings of Power, which makes you look at sand bouncing around
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> for no discernible reason. Although the reason the showrunners gave, gave was actually pretty kind of interesting but but like I'm, I'm sick of this fucking like well we have the technology to show ink drying real interesting like why don't we try it out
2: <laughs> yeah everything's like macro uh macro photography of something now nowadays for, for an intro for your intros of shows that is
1: it's like guys i also watch shows i know what you're copying like i know what you're doing like i can see it when you're doing the same thing as everyone else yep Yep. I know that's the game. This but.
0: pilot has so many characters that I'm going to challenge each of you and me. I'm <laughs> going to say round table, I'm going to tell you the name of a character, and you tell me as much as you can remember about where their character is starting off. Okay. Okay. So so Paul, you mentioned it a little bit, you're going to do an easy start one. Isaiah.
2: Isaiah's easy football player. Uh, he's trying to be good at football and get into college.
0: His parents fight.
2: His, his parents, parents
0: fight. fight. He wants to steal a test. Yep. Or he wants to pass a test so he can play football.
2: Some of the funniest lines in this show, I think, are hidden. Uh, and I think a lot of shows do this. Um, hidden in, in like quiet moments where you're not really paying attention yeah. to what's being said yet. Great moment when his parents are fighting. I had the subtitles on while I was watching this sec- the time before I, we recorded here. Uh, and his parents are fighting. And his dad said they're fighting, I guess, about the things they like to buy. Uh, and that are wasting money for Isaiah's college fund. And he's like, those little cupcakes with the stripes on them. <laughs> <laughs> what is he referring to? I guess, I guess her, Isaiah's mom likes to buy little cupcakes with stripes on them. Probably the, <laughs> probably the hostess. That's what cupcakes. I'm thinking. Yeah, I'm thinking it's the hostess ones. Those are not expensive. <laughs> and not that good either.
0: No, well, I mean, well, maybe the 90s maybe they were better, right? Like well, maybe it's the 2023 now. It's 2023 now. Oh, that's fuck sorry, never mind. This is, we I should cuz cuz Unholy comes on and I supposed to tell you that's where we are.
1: You know, I'm going to go buy some Hostess Cupcakes this week and I'll let you know if they're any good. They're not good.
0: They're
2: not good.
1: I mean, they're not great. I ate a lot of them as a kid.
2: Me too. Uh I, I will say Isaiah also uh very good at knowing when he when he sees a, and uses a haunted camera.
1: Yes, he's amazing
0: at
2: that. I, Isaiah has a girlfriend.
1: Yes. And her name is Allison,
0: mm-hmm. which Allison,
1: which I know because uh, he shouts Allison several times. She probably has her name repeated the most of any character. So that was useful.
2: He has a really weird uh, a line reading of the name Allison at the party when she like gets mad at him for talking to his neighbor. Uh, yeah. Issa, I, I believe.
1: Uh, Margo? Margo, his neighbor?
2: Issa is the actress's name. Uh, she was on Star Trek Picard. Oh, I'm saying I'm looking at the. Yeah, OK. Margot is her name. That's right. Uh, you're
1: cheating, Paul. You're cheating on Chad's perfect I will not test. look
2: at the descriptions. I'm just looking at the names, guys. That's
1: very thematic for this episode. Wait, Matt, you're
2: not
0: allowed, to hit, not allowed to leapfrog past Allison. Tell me anything you know about Allison. She's jealous.
2: Kill Bill.
1: She's jealous and she wants to throw a party and she likes uh, Tarantino for yeah,
0: some reason. She
2: wants to be Kill Bill.
0: Uh, and she is very embarrassed because someone took her Snapchat and put cat ears
2: on P- it. <laughs> and pig. Pig noises is what the real big issue I, is. Yeah,
0: it didn't seem devastating, honestly. It, I, I thought... A kid would be like, this isn't even a
2: good meme. And James, James, uh, Isaiah's friend, makes a makes a, a comment where she's like, how many people have seen it? And he's like, a thousand. She's like, well, it's so many. And Isaiah says, no, nah, it's not that many. And he's like, it's like five times the number of people you know. And I was like, you know yeah. 200 people? Well,
0: <laughs> well. In high school, I do believe that there were like names of folks you knew, but you didn't Okay, know that's though. fine. If you're going to go there. I think yeah. there's
1: like a theory that we can process up to two hundred relationships. Like that's our that's our cognitive limit of of people we can know.
0: Yeah, this is why I don't meet other people, so I don't forget the people I know.
2: Wow, that's really sweet of you, man.
1: Okay, yeah, the theory of... That's Dunbar's number, what I was talking
0: about. Oh, yes, Dunbar's that's
2: right, yeah. Dunbar's number
1: holds that we can only really maintain 150 connections at
2: once. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. That's Doesn't I, I also feel part. like Dunbar made that up to cover his own ass?
1: Oh, no, there's no... there's,
0: <laughs> There's no way that's a real thing. Yeah.
1: And every human is very, very different. But it's funny that it's a referenced thing.
0: He forgot his assistant's, like, <laughs> partner's name and then, like, spent a year making up a theorem to cover it.
1: Well, you know, uh, science says we can only make 150 connections. We're the 151st. I'm sorry. Yeah. how do we measure that?
2: I really want to believe that science has mostly been used to cure people's social anxiety.
1: <laughs> but but why is it so rampant, Paul? Why is there still social anxiety?
2: <laughs> <laughs> we can't make up science fast enough to cover it up. <laughs> it used to be way worse. All right, we
0: got uh, we got Margot. Yeah, uh, Margot Stokes. I. I guess is coded a bit as a nerd.
1: Margot reminds me exactly of who I pictured Lisa to be in Fear Street.
0: Okay. Oh, sure. The the character we thought was Rachel Rachel Dratt. Yes, Rachel Dratt. Sure. Yeah. Uh huh,
2: yeah.
0: Sure. Uh yeah, I could see that she's she's smart in that she's got a test for Isaiah to cheat off of uh her dad is a teacher there. I
1: think the principal
0: or yeah, the, the guidance
1: principal. counselor or something.
0: I believe, yeah, oh, Ke- it is a guidance counselor. I'm looking on the Wikipedia and cheating. Yeah. Also, come on. Just stop casting Rob Hubel and things, guys. He's never acts. He he never does any voice. Any character.
1: I was like, is that old Andy Samberg? Who is this? <laughs> <laughs> no, wait, no, Andy Samberg's not that old. No. Am I thinking of that other guy from SNL who's old? Who is this guy?
2: There's so
0: many guys like that.
2: Most famous probably for Human Giant, Kevin. Human Giant. Yes. Yes. I don't know what that is. Exact. It's fine.
0: Is that
1: Nisekai?
2: I it's don't know if that is. You really cut that off quickly. You really didn't want me to talk about it.
0: I it was like a middling level sketch series mm, that it for was pretty whatever funny. reason it was pretty the funny. three guys from Human Giant were like launched into careers,
2: and now we have Paul Shear as he's Sari Paul Shear. Mm-hmm. Just
0: because of Human Giant. This is like six sketches.
2: There were some good <laughs> ones. There were some heaters in there, Chad. Um
0: Mark Margo, I would say, is maybe the most interesting character out of this. Really? If
2: not for Monty. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think so? I think I think she's the most, like, at least in this first episode, she has the least kind of to work with in this.
0: I thought so, too. And then I think that my favorite part of the entire episode, which is during the party that has now been suddenly moved. I, I guess it was set up. It just happened so quickly that the party is now being hosted in the old Biddle House that's been abandoned. Mm-hmm. There's like a scene that I thought was actually like decent character growth. Which was Isaiah was going to Margot to like, like, and, and there's been this like frustration over like, I guess like Isaiah wasn't supposed to in, invite Margot and hadn't told uh, his girlfriend about her showing up. And she has some sort of line of like, listen, if you're too, you know, embarrassed to say my
2: name to him to them
0: it's basically like i'm not going to be your 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 backup girlfriend oh
2: well she's I, I actually i just watched it the line was actually pretty good because she he cheats off of her in school so that he can get off of academic probation in order to play yeah. in the football game uh and then she says at the party she says uh i'm not going to be the girl you cheat with not on tests and not at parties and then she leaves
0: yeah i liked th- i liked that because it, it basically jumped to a there is some sort of uh, a power dynamic here that Isaiah is taking advantage of. And I liked that Margot sort of got that back.
2: She gets to, I, I guess she does get to have some goofs in this. She, cause I think she has a couple good scenes. The, the best scene she has is with uh, idiot Lucas, who is, his character is idiot. Um, yes. And, um,
1: yeah. I, all right. So just, just to hit a few more beats of the story, like. I do like how prevalent cameras are in the first half to show that there are literally cameras everywhere in modern life.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I wish they
1: did something with that. They show um, Lucas with a GoPro on his head as he skates off the roof and falls, like, bloodily to the ground <laughs> in his first appearance. That's yeah. Lucas, right? Yeah, yeah it's Lucas. that's Lucas. Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. And honestly, he came and went so fast, I wasn't sure the first time. That that yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, I, I gotta say, uh, that's that's a great point, Kevin. I also think... What's really interesting about this is goosebumps for teens this time because they curse a little bit in this. Oh yeah, they say humping. They say hump. <laughs> the humping joke was good. That was a funny joke. It made me laugh. Uh,
0: not, I mean, to, to go over your camera point, Kevin. Also, Isabella, who is not developed at all. I'm assuming is a later, later episode, more important character. Uh, she is seen vi- like recording stuff all the time in schools. She's recording the pep rally. Yeah, I think in the hallway
2: she's recording. Uh, yeah, it doesn't really come up anywhere. Her character doesn't do anything. But okay, so here's what I think. Like, and and Kevin, to your point about like the cameras, and like and Chad, like to your point about like Isabella fi- filming and stuff like that. I think that I, I think that's my my qualm with the first episode is I don't think it did a very good job of making any sort of point. It because it's a pilot episode, though it kind of has a lot a lot more to do. There are just so many characters that are introduced in this. We we've been talking about these characters for like. Th- for thirty minutes already, pretty much.
1: Yeah, I mean, let's let's not forget the mantra of R.L. Stein, which is saying something is for nerds.
0: <laughs> Wait, can you? I want to yes, say that, but can you extrapolate that a little bit more? I don't remember that quote.
1: In a recent interview with Rolling Stone, R.L. Stein uh, says, "There's always this rule for years that in children's books, the characters have to learn and grow." And I thought, oh, why? Yeah. Why can't they just be entertaining? <laughs>
2: And he goes on to say, he goes on to say there are no morals in his in his work.
1: Yeah, there's no there there are no ideas really. Like, it, are they saying cameras are bad by showing all of this surveillance and the prevalence of cameras in our modern life? Maybe
2: I don't like I don't know what's no, what's going not on at all. No, because I don't think like I don't think there's anything that's really said in this like at all about the 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 say cheese and die camera. I almost feel like. This one was like, man, the Say, Cheese and Die camera and the Say, Cheese and Die book are uh, really not about a lot. So why don't we just stuff that into the first one? That one can kind of be like a nod so people know what we're doing and then we'll move on and, not, and never but talk But
0: that's like it. a, you know, and that's also, I was about to say iconic, which I feel like is a bit. That's one of the biggest Goosebump books, right? Um, mm-hmm. And And sure, there's not a lot explored, but. You can tell some stories with a camera that... Final Destination has done six movies about essentially being able to know how you're going to die. Fatal Frame, if you you want to do a
1: haunted camera story. You could have a whole fucking show. Oprah
0: Oprah Din. Think about how good Oprah Din is as a video Mm -hmm. game. You
1: could Mm -hmm. have this whole first season just be Say Cheese and Die. You could. Uh, I wouldn't leverage the IP, perhaps, quite as well as it It would could.
2: certainly be a six or seven episode season instead of a 10 <laughs> <Yeah>. or 12 <laughs> episode
1: season. Okay, yeah, AKA, yeah. the best length. <laughs> uh,
0: but it's not until, you know, while these kids are at a party uh, and they realize this door to the house is open, which we realize is only open because in a previous scene, Justin Long has shown up during the day with the construction crew to renovate the house and while trying to open a hidden door, he jacks his hand and the blood comes off and magically goes into the lock and opens the door. It's
2: some sort of blood lock. There's a lot going on that hasn't been explained yet. With
0: uh, Right, which is okay. You can set things up and pay them off later. It's okay. But so now at the party, these kids are, woo, it's a spooky basement.
2: That is a
1: really sharp crowbar.
2: He gets a, he gets a, it's a, uh, it's a stitches situation.
1: It's a gnarly
2: gash. It's a situation. It's a yeah.
0: situation. Yeah. Yeah. I was yeah. glad to see Justin long suffer. I'll say it. Um, so this, this basement room that the kids uncover is hu- hugely important because it's got all the creepy things. They find the camera. They, they, they see the mask. They're scared of the mask. Uh, I guess they bring the worms upstairs. They bring the worms upstairs, I guess, um, which leads, uh, what's the dumb dumb's Lucas. name? Lucas, Lucas finds it, yeah. Lucas is just like, anyone dare me to eat these? And I don't know, kind of seems not prompted by anything. Lucas.
2: But- I'll say this about Lucas. His character is just dumb, but I got to say he has good chemistry with a couple of the actors. I think he does a good job with his, Isaiah with that want to see me eat a uh, worm scene. I think he's pretty funny there.
1: I, th- I thought all of these characters were really well acted
2: yeah I think that most of them do a pretty damn good job. I think Margot and Lucas have the one of the best scenes when she's in her uh outfit, her spy outfit, and he's yes, he's, sexy spy, yeah, yeah. He's sexy spy, and then she's like, <laughs> she says I'm a spy, and he's like, that's not what a spy would say. and then, like they have a good little scene um i think I think they're pretty good together
0: that that's the most where lucas I was interested in that character developing further because it showed, oh, maybe there's a little bit more still waters run deep. That's a character i I love to write and it's hard to do but
2: yeah i think i think they're clearly showing that there's something going on under there but he's he, all that he's given to do is idiocy through this first I, episode
1: i do love do you want to see me eat a worm and i said just like
2: sure yeah uh huh <laughs> why not <laughs> like fine
1: i i love isaiah i think he's a really interesting character i i mean we've seen like the, the jock with all the pressure on his shoulders before, like, it's a well-worn trope, but mm-hmm. there's something about that character being as likable as Isaiah is, like, mm-hmm. that's fun.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: I would I would hate his ass if I went to school with him, but...
0: <laughs> I the, the most relatable Isaiah is, and, and this is a jump a little bit, is once the, once they've discovered the camera and Isaiah has had a photo of himself taken depicting... Not just a broken arm, but you can tell in the photo he's screaming, "Oh fuck my arm!" Right? You could just like you can just feel that vibe from the photo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, he, I, I actually enjoyed this maybe because the football Chad in high school had similar things, but the panic of realizing the camera that you thought you destroyed is back, and now you're being ushered onto the field. That was a great moment. That was a great moment. Yeah. And frantically telling your teammates in the huddle, "Protect me! Uh-huh. Save me!" Is, very funny.
2: That sequence was great where, because so what happens is he discovered, I, again, I think he figures out how it works a little too fast. Because there's not, they should have built up to, instead of having both of of his girls, <laughs> I guess, uh, <laughs> uh, get, get almost killed. Like, have one of them get injured and him, like, see it, you know, and then move up to the death one. Because that is how it works in the book. Like, a couple people get hurt before yeah. there's any sort of death threat, right?
1: I, I will say it is say cheese and die and not say cheese and get
2: me, but it's not how it works in the book. That's what I'm saying is it in the All book, right. in the book, you do get hurt by the the. That it, it's a way for them to establish it, right? Like you need yeah. to go straight to death. I mean, now, now in this show where kids do die and turn into ghost fire. Maybe we could have killed some kids beforehand.
0: Yeah, I actually, I've been okay with losing a kid in this first episode to raise the stakes a little bit. Raise the
2: stakes, lower the cast,
0: please.
1: I like the four. I like the four as a unit. I like that they're not immediately all good friends or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, if we have um, Isaiah, James, and uh, Allison, and uh, Margo as our, like, four, like, Scooby gang or whatever, like...
2: I'm down for that. We have Lucas and, and Isabella on the side right now, kind of as tertiary. Yeah, this
0: seems like it's going to be five total or six, but they're waiting for them all to kind of come in.
1: That seems like too many.
0: I, I mean, I agree with you, but that seems like what they're setting up. Yeah. Uh, J- I think we haven't even talked about, uh, you know, take it back as much as I said, i much like Margot. I think James is the most potentially interesting character doing the... Comic relief without being a cliche. I like that James seemed to be coded as like non-binary, but they weren't making that James's thing. Right? James, James is funny because
2: yeah. James is just spoiled and has hilarious lines. Like like when James's fully loaded Rubicon gets damaged, <laughs> yeah, is <laughs> uh, pretty funny. And then I'm gonna have to text my mom. Uh, is a pretty are pretty good lines.
1: Seeing James like. Looking tiny, driving that giant-ass Jeep was really funny. Yeah, James, James is James it. is cool. I've known a few Jameses in
2: my life. <laughs> yeah, <so>. yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: I And also, you know, if you listen here, if you haven't watched this episode yet, uh, you might be like, well, there's not that many characters. On top of this, we are also getting scenes between multiple adults and parents who all know each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, either because they're fr- their kids are friends with each other, or because they used to date, or one's a principal and also a father. And what we'll realize at the very end of this is these parents were part of very much a like what like Stephen King's It yes uh, like we all used to uh, a Freddy the th- a Friday this is very Friday the Thirteenth with like no sorry Nightmare on Elm Street with oh we all fucked up something long ago and now it's coming back to curse it's us. it's
2: pretty clear that that they fucked up uh, Harold right uh, that's, yeah that's the boy um Har- it's pretty clear they they bullied Harold. And he died. Uh, that's that's my read of the beginning um, sequence. As yeah. uh, they bullied, bullied him, he fell down, accidental death. Uh, and then they probably didn't get in trouble because they, you know, probably ran away and didn't take any of the blame for it. And now he's going after their children, which is exactly what you're saying. Like it's a it's a, a nightmare on Elm Street it's, or I guess is nightmare on Elm Street that I, <clears throat> it's similar. I thought, I thought
0: the I thought the parents. I, it's been a while since I've ever seen. Uh, I thought the parents of the school like fucked over the uh freddie but also maybe i'm getting the treehouse of, of horror confused yeah, in my I, mind with willie
2: it's been a minute today <laughs> but it, it is a horror that is a horror uh it's been done before that that horror story and it definitely is following that type that type of plot i believe
1: yeah they literally say sins of the father in this do in, they in this episode yeah like the, the the sins of the it's the sins of the x will be visited on the y or whatever
0: like uh-huh <laughs> <laughs> uh, i i agree with you paul i think it, we are Led to believe very um very easily that like oh, the parents did something to biddle, and that cold open was them bullying him, and yeah, the way it was shot, you could just be like oh, off camera always was like one of the kids running away from the door that they knocked, and then they 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 pushed something over in the in the basement that made things go aflame mm-hmm. it I'm putting a, a dollar bet that somehow these kids in the 90s got into some level of occult stuff and, like, sicked a, a, a an imp or something on top of it. that like, would be dope if they, if they sicked an
2: imp on this guy.
0: Like, like some level of... It was just <laughs> such a level of paranormal where, like, yeah, it could just be a bunch of kids hiding in the house, and they fucked up a kid. But the fireball was a giant skeleton. In,
1: in my head, it's exactly the imp from Doom.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> If it's not if there's not an imp in this show, I am going to be so disappointed. They now.
0: summoned it from like a magic card, and they said, "Go get <laughs> Thomas Biddle." And the imp was like, "Yeah, yeah. absolutely!" And it ran and ran off and did it.
1: The Satanic Panic was real. Is it was what all
2: real. <laughs> I mean, if we're dealing with we're, we're dealing with R.L. Stein's works, it probably is. It probably yeah. is real. Uh, I here's my biggest fear, and I was really afraid that if this show was going to do this. And I well,
1: let's I, see if we can solve your fear, Paul.
2: Yeah. Can this fear pass? Make this fear. Pa- this fear has passed. Yeah. Uh, it, I think it has passed, actually. Uh, okay. I was very afraid that Justin Long was going to. I thought we were going to do the same thing as the movie and have uh, stealth RL Stein, right? That Justin Long was going to be RL. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. then yeah. I, here's what I don't want to happen I don't anymore want the Goosebumps properties to lean on the fact that, hey, it's Goosebumps and you know the Goosebumps stuff. And that's the oh, only the, the thing. The meta version of Goosebumps. Yes. That's it is yeah. so annoying because it it kind of just skirts around the fact that there's not a lot going on under the hood and that all we have are the covers and you're and that's what you're here for is to see the covers come to life you know <laughs> yeah
0: yeah uh no i I think that's very valid um ir <laughs> the the myth of making r l the Crypt Keeper, we gotta stop doing <laughs> we gotta. it. We got it. We got it. I do
1: think it was, that- fun. it was fun for a little it was fun for like one movie.
2: Yeah, I was fine with it for that one movie, but I don't want that again. I think Slappy might be that that uh that horrible, horrible stand-in for it though. I think Slappy yeah. might yeah. be the I think Slappy might be the imp Chad.
0: Well, it's interesting to see what you might I mean, if Slappy was the one doing it and fucking everything up, it actually would be great. Um because clearly he's coming up at some point and I'm trying to figure out what is the origin point of the cursed items, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, think, I don't think those items, those objects of power, if you play Control, uh, are were already cursed until the death of Tom Biddle. Mm-hmm. So what, what was the inflection point? What um, is the
1: Biddle kid's name? Harold? Harold, yeah. Harold,
2: Harold Biddle. Yeah. yeah. I like that you're Which calling... is
0: a name from, yeah, from the original book, right? Isn't that one of the
2: names from- uh, I don't know. Let's look. Uh, I'm going to Google it.
0: I, I sw- uh, it's actually been very hard to research and find because now everything comes up with Tom Biddle from this Goosebumps TV show. But I thought in uh, Say, Cheese, and Die, that was one of the names.
1: Um, just to, like, run us through the rest of the plot of this episode. Yeah, mm-hmm. please, Kevin. Yeah. Mr. Brad is the guy who owns the house where they're having Allison's Halloween party. He shows up and very calmly tells everyone, hey, this is my house please leave like Mm -hmm. all things considered he's taking this like a real champ and then he says or i'll call the police and then everybody runs out panicked into the woods because kevin
0: he wants to hit on all the teenage girls
1: (laughs) the next day uh he shows up at lunch and he's like where's isaiah and isaiah gets ratted out he's here and uh mr brad's like hey i'm mr brad i'm gonna be your english teacher you left this backpack at my house here's the camera um i'm gonna be really cool about this and not tell your parents Don't have secrets with kids. If you're an adult, don't have a secret with a child. I
0: I thought for sure he had an ulterior motive at this point. Uh, Justin Long jokes aside, I thought he must be having – he's being too nice about this. He's being too cool. And it seems like it was generally played as, I just want you to tell all the other kids, my house is now off limits. All right. Cool, cool. Secret between adult and teenagers, like you said, Kevin. Not mm-hmm. a good idea. In
1: in real life and in fiction, mm-hmm. don't yeah. be an adult who has a secret with a child, <laughs> benign or otherwise. Yeah. It's never
2: a good idea. I, I I do think this show is being coy with like setting up stuff. I think there there's a lot of mystery box stuff going on. So while I do agree <laughs> with your premise, I just think that that. Well, you know what? You're right. He's just getting himself in a situation that even with a uh, evil curse is going to be a problem.
0: Well, his his motives don't matter after
2: by the end of this episode. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Because he gets he gets um, ghostified.
2: He gets ghostified and he likes it.
1: But, but we have the football game from hell. And that was actually pretty fun. Yeah. But I, I like that it was characters acting some of the way rationally. Like that was fun after. The bad flip side of characters acting rationally, which is ghosts don't exist and I'm in a horror thing. Yeah. Uh The thing we all hate. Mm -hmm.
0: And this is after photos have been taken at the party Polaroid of Margot and uh, Allison Allison. Mm -hmm. in states of distress. Not death, I guess. I mean, maybe moments from death. Uh, Margot choking, uh, having an allergic reaction to peanut butter or peanuts. And Allison just, what, being in the
2: woods, I guess? Yeah, she's around Harold. uh, And, like, again, I don't think it does a great job. This is where I really think the episode falls apart, is that the picture of her is taken and the picture of her is in the spot where he finds her. But I feel like the character needs to know about the danger to stop it. Because ultimately, why didn't she die? He didn't do anything differently than yeah. what he Harold did. Harold wasn't yeah. going to kill her. Right, like, <laughs> it, it seemed, yeah. So it's like, it, it doesn't really make sense for what the the whole idea of this object is, this cursed object is, that's all.
1: You know what did a better job with creepy pictures was that episode of So Weird
2: We Watched. Yes, it did. Yep, yeah. yep, yeah. yep. Yeah.
1: The, the fact that the Polaroids go white is like, you know, fine when that's he tries cool. to show other people. I think that was
2: good. I wasn't upset about that, yeah.
0: I was trying to figure out if that meant that the curse had now passed or he like Isaiah was like, Oh, the camera doesn't want me to show anyone, which is now because there was one he tried to show. There was a, a, a yet to have happened future to him. Yeah. So I wasn't like, okay, is that, is this like a fully sentient camera? Cause it does have a bit of a, like, uh, a Chucky doll come back from the dead pops up in his football locker room yeah. as if it's sentient and moved there of its own accord.
2: Right. There is something, there is something ghostly and haunted about it. I do think it is being uh tricksy when it turns the, the pictures white, when he tries to show people the pictures. Um, but I, I did really love that. I like just to get back to that sequence. I love that sequence where I, he smashes the camera. He's like, I'm just going to destroy it. You can't fuck with me. And yeah. then he has a great first half. Comes back in, he's triumphant. He's doing his thing. Uh, yeah. And then he sees the camera, and it doesn't. <laughs> it's, it's so good. It's it's really good. It, like he yeah. truly feels shocked and is just pulled out in the chaos that he just created of getting everyone psyched up. Yeah. And he's yeah. he's stuck in his head. And then yeah, like it's a great moment of just him. I love the like. We're not focusing on winning. We're focusing on goals. And then the the responses of his teammates are really funny to that. And then it's a it's yeah. a cool visual sequence. That when the first ghost uh, football player turns around and his face is all all flamed up and uh, all burnt, all burnt. It looks good. It looks like a little Sam Raimi ish. It's cool. Yeah. Um,
0: it also seems to propel him into a touchdown, yeah. which I didn't seem. Yeah, to fully I thought, address, like, 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 oh man, he's gonna get, he's gonna get it.
2: <laughs> Maybe he should always be haunted by ghosts. Maybe that'll help. Him. Yeah, he runs like 90 yards. It
0: evades multiple tacklers of zombie phantom men. He stiffs arms like five phantoms. Yeah. I really got to give this show made by a bunch of nerds credit. There, this is evoking when I played football in high school and I had a concussion on the field and my vision went white for nine seconds. Ugh. And I was like, I can't see. I'm scared. And my coach was like, "Get back out there, Quani!" And I was like, "But I, but I don't know where I am." <laughs> and and they just kind of pushed me back on the field. It was one of the most tense moments of my life, and I think the sequence captured that. That's awesome. is
1: there that much like shoving in rig- in in football camaraderie? They're
0: There's all, a lot like, of shoving each other. There's a lot of hitting each other. There's a lot of t- tapping each other's balls. Yeah, balls and butt, ball balls, butt
2: <laughs> and backs get tapped.
1: I feel like in the normal world, you get shoved, and then that's a prelude to start swinging but like there's a lot of just like shoving.
2: No, you're like always on the borderline of a fight when you're in a, on a sports team yeah. with each other.
0: Also, you don't you you, you don't want to be honestly ever at the bottom of a big tackle. Oh, I, that they,
2: scares the hell out of me. That's why I could never play football. That's why I never did.
0: Other players are doing things as much as they can to your genitals. No. It's a horrifying dark part of football. No, no,
2: no. <laughs> yep. No, oh my God. no, no. <laughs> uh one one last note of the during that sequence is uh Nora who is Lucas's mom and we see her in the beginning yes. of the episode. Seems to see the ghost. Um, yeah, she has like a second sight of some yeah, sort. <laughs> she does. The ghost uh, makes itself, I think the ghost looks at her, because uh, Harold is, does the same thing. Look, Harold's a little one-note. Harold shows up, looks at you, and then goes, Wah! and then turns into flame, and his whole face disappears. So she sees it, uh, which when the uh, arm breaking happens to Isaiah, and he's taken to the hospital, she Bone confronts- out the skin. What's that? Bone, bone going out the skin. But going out the skin. Ugh, bone worse.
1: Bone pop out. Bone,
0: ugh. bone
2: visible. Bone
0: out skin. Not to, not to tell
2: him what he could
0: have done too. Isaiah, you could just take a knee.
2: He can take a knee. He can spike it. They had a first down, right? They were on first now, down. Yeah, You know, it,
0: it, when that when that fantasy happens, where like the nightmare is like, oh, he's trying to throw the ball, but it is like stuck to his hands, like ooh. Which by, by the way, if you're a running back, that's a dream, baby. You can't you can't lose
2: the ball if you wanted to.
0: Isaiah's <laughs> like, just just take a knee. Just spike the ball. You're good.
2: He knows though. He knows that the camera knows that whatever he does, it's breaking that arm. We're seeing that bone tonight. There's
0: some guys just going to jump the line and just like full on spike him. Double leg drop kick his arm.
1: I was kind of (laughs) hoping that he'd slip in the mud or something and just like, oh shit, I landed bad on my arm and now it's broken. Uh Uh-huh. Like some like some fit. I also was wondering if like this was going to lead into a s- crossover with that sports choose your own adventure. Oh, the one
2: we mm-hmm. read where there was a gun. Back to pass. Yeah.
0: Back, back to, to pass. pass, yeah. The best choose your own adventure we've ever
2: read. Yeah. Uh I mean, and then from there, like Nora hints at the fact that they probably did something to Harold back in the nineties, thirty years ago. Yeah. Um and then we kind of we kinda wrap it up at that point. It's we go we see Justin Long get possessed. Uh, by a teen, which is his dream apparently. Um, <laughs> no, he
0: wants to possess teens, it's not the other way.
2: <laughs> um, is any of
0: this illegal? Am I gonna get Am I gonna get sued for for slander?
2: That's what, I'm not slandering Justin Long on this episode because I don't know anything about what you're talking about. Kevin, can you just keep putting in the voice allegedly every time I say anything?
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> This is a retroactive allegedly. I'm saying You're making
2: Kevin an accomplice in your crime.
0: <laughs> he's in so many horror movies now. I can't fucking escape him. They're like, Barbarian was good. Put him in everything now.
2: Well, look, Chad, take this solace. He plays a bad person in all of them. So that's cool. He's getting... He's Yeah.
1: So that's basically episode one of Goosebumps. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, and well, uh, my feelings towards this show... Took about a, a three-star drop as soon as the credits hit because... <laughs> the song. <laughs> Get that goosebumps every time. I was like, fuck that. It just us such a bad taste at the end. I I think needle drops are important. You can't just be willy-nilly and go like oh well this is a song from nowadays or this song's got the word goosebumps in it let's use
2: it well that's what I was saying about the REM song at the beginning right where it's like we're we're just using it because it has like the words that, that match up with what we're doing but, and there's not any thematic uh, connection right yeah and that's goosebumps
0: Uh, we don't have any current plans to cover more of this unless you all would really like to hear us talk more um, I I'll be honest. I do really want to see how they handle Slappy. I do, I do as well. And the last episode of the season is called "Return to Horrorland." Mm. I would love to know. It's probably just going to be a local festival carnival, and then they call it Horrorland. But I would love to see how far they go with that.
1: Here's the thing. I'll probably watch some more of this. I, I have the I have Disney Plus for a month now. I guess. Ooh. Uh, yeah, <laughs> with ads. <laughs> <laughs> So I might watch a little bit more of this, but I I, I don't know. I liked the pilot well enough. I expected literally nothing, and I was excited by the trailer. So, you know, I I guess I made it
2: like a bandit. I kind of felt the same way where I was like, well, I I was... (laughs) I liked that Justin Long was in it. And Rob <laughs> people, the two people that Chad was least happy to see, I liked that both oh of them Oh, my were...
0: God. He's just one note every fucking time. He is, Sorry, he is a little thing.
2: samey with it. But but yeah. I was excited by that. Um, and I thought it looked like it was, you know, decently produced. And it, and it lived up to that. I, actually, I was a little lower on it the first time I watched the episode. I rewatched it right before we recorded. And I liked it a little <laughs> bit more. And after talking to, to you two, I actually think I like it even more at this point.
1: If I'd say if our patrons really want us to cover the rest of the series I'd be down like yeah. to just sort of cover it as a season.
2: Maybe we could break it into like chunks, like a couple episodes.
1: Yeah, or maybe we bring it up on like a on like a Camp Goosebuds or something. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I
0: think we did a I think we did a really great unbiased critique of this show.
2: Um I think we did a really great unbiased zero <laughs> libel containing episode of our podcast.
0: <laughs> I think we all no, held well, up together. Uh, slander slander pr- spoken. Print is liable. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, so, yeah, just want to clarify. Unless we, unless someone is transcribing our podcast, which is so I'm awfully so libelous so. of
2: you to say, Chad. Yeah, <laughs>
0: I was excited for Rachel Harris, the mom, to show up. She's great. She's always good in things. I don't know if I know
2: Rachel Harris, but she was good. Yeah, she's
0: she's a big character. She plays a lot of stuff. Um, I I also, as rough as I have been, I I had fun watching it. Uh, I think this is actually closer to what i was looking for in a goosebumps uh adaptation or a 2020s version more than the film
2: yeah i as great as
0: jack black was mm-hmm. and i i thought that was so referential to stroking rl's metaphorical dick that uh <laughs> that like this was a little bit more like yeah the, the the horror of some fun stories that we could jump into i just do wish the pilot was a little bit more of of the actual story of a haunted camera, but maybe mm. this will pay off in multiple and later episodes. I don't.
1: I don't think we're going back to the haunted camera personally, and that's a shame. You think it's gone. Yeah, yeah. I think it's out. Of, I think it's out of there. It, it did its thing. Um, but you know, I'm I'm interested. I want to I want to I, I see what this vision of goosebumps is because it seems pretty fun. Like I like all these kids. I I think it's well acted and well shot. Um, but you know, it's uh. It, Ultimately, maybe I'll just, you know, pop in X-Files again and then my subscription will run out and I'll forget this exists.
0: It's funny. I did afterwards. Heidi and I were like just kind of craving something similar but better. And we put on So Weird and watched an episode of So Weird Whoa! and had a blast.
1: Whoa, and which we episode of like, So Weird did you watch?
0: Uh, it's one that I was going to nominate for maybe us covering on a future episode if people want to. Uh, it's one where the <laughs> the premise of this episode is that the rocker mom from So Weird Meets a handsome man who walks out of the beach and he's very clearly a mermaid and wants <laughs> to kill her. <laughs> uh, it might as well have been a Baywatch Nights episode. That's it was amazing. So,
2: it was so weird. It, oh, was, it was so weird. Oh, yeah.
1: shit. Dude, I love so weird. I'd love, I'd love to watch another so weird.
2: I would also like to watch that. And I, and let's throw it to to our patrons, to our listeners. Let us know. Give give us the word on our Discord. Uh, if you're a patron member, you can a Patreon member. You can become you can be uh, on our Discord and talk to us and tell us what you think. Um, and then I don't know what where else people talk to each other anymore. I, we've lost all the good the good places to talk to each other. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, tell uh, tell Gail down at the farmers market that if she wants to plug her ear holes with something, she should listen to Goosebuds.
0: Speaking of speaking of spreading the word and also Patreon, uh, we've been meaning to tell people this for months. Uh, Patreon has been really uh, awful about communicating that major changes went to their payment structure and what sources they accept. And uh, I would say, if you're a patron or consider being a patron, just uh, double check your settings and make sure you are actually pledging to the people you want to support you might not actually be having those charged it might not be getting the rewards you're looking for um patrons just making some really awful choices including a new logo rebrand that that looks like i don't know <laughs> wet gum
2: it's, it's it looks really like bad. a alien ray gun
0: it's affecting more than you would think uh a, yeah. a lot of folks yeah
2: yeah yeah but let us know what you think uh if you want us to watch more uh kevin i i hope since you were going to watch more that you will let us know uh, how it proceeds
1: yeah i mean you don't uh don't rest all your hopes on me but uh, i'll I'll give it a look if i'm uh if i'm out of shit to do
0: the fourth episode go eat worms sounds like james gets superpowers from eating okay worms, which is not what happened there's a the lot book, of protein in them so maybe good yeah what if there's monster blood
2: in <sighs>
0: <afterwards? laughs> <sighs> it's all coming together the Goosebumps cinematic universe uh what else is going on y'all i mean we uh obviously of course want to check out our patreon at patreon.com slash goosebuds and just a heads up uh if you're wanting to get some goosebuds merch our store is reactive and backup with all of our wonderful items you can adorn on your skeleton for both the fall and holiday season that's on etsy.com slash goosebuds You just search your name on etsy you'll find our store some very cool stuff and hot
2: kevin (laughs) modeling a shirt
0: hot
1: kevin hot kevin man if only people could tweet out
2: hot hashtag oh, hot. if only there were a place to put our hashtags hey make sure you
0: skeet out on blue sky hot kevin <laughs> please reskeet me on blue Sky. uh what else go on? uh kevin what you what you got coming down
1: um i am working on a lot of things but uh i'm i actually have to go check on my cat pretty soon because she's been meowing at me and scratching on stuff while we've been Aww, recording okay. So I'm just going to say check out givekevinmoney.com uh if if you want if if you want there's good stuff on there I'm working on two big projects and uh I, I could use some help so if uh if you feel like supporting me and my tiny furry goblin that I live with uh then uh check out givekevinmoney.com that's my patreon
2: I'm going to recommend someone play a video game Radiant Silver Gun by Treasure is a lot of fun give that game nice. a play Ooh, radiant silver! Yeah, check off. it out. Okay,
1: on the Sega Saturn.
2: It's on Sega Saturn. It's it rocks. It's a really good game. I'll,
0: I'll, I'll recommend like a game it. or a Let's Play you can watch. Of I recommended this to Paul. Of oh, you should check out this Capcom beat 'em up called Battle Circuit, <laughs> and found out that Paul had already played it on Continue <laughs> four years ago. And you know what? I was right. It's a very funny episode. You all had great riffs on the things happening in the game. Beautiful. So find the Continue Battle Circuit episode. Beautiful. It's a good game. Uh, I think that's it. Uh, We love you all. Thank you for listening. And Justin Long, we'll see you in court. (laughs) (laughs) Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. This episode of Goosebuds is brought to you by our wonderful Patreon supporters, especially those highestly vaulted in the book of names. The, the book, of book of names. names. Starting with Stefan Jive Turkey Kuabara, Hollis Hornbeak. Lowbelly Hate Me. Nathan Dolzall. Mike Lanteri. Mickey C. Michael McDowell. Hey Josh Robb. Cameron
2: Murphy Audio. Buddy Moral. Mel Dipson. Alecate
0: Afsheen. Dango
2: Dango Twist. Zenta Bumps. (laughs) Oh, it changed.
0: Stealth Bates. Robert Moon. Brian Wells. Jason Crooker. Miguel Pardo. John Keaty. Clay Castle. Galf. The Juggalobalist. Slink Demands Paranoia Shop Content. Of course you would, Slink. You demon. You demon monster coming for my dad's junk. Gregory D. Warren. <laughs> Cody Redfield. Bradford Coulter. Aiden pledges their hammer to dwarf Daddy Kevin.
1: Thank Ooh. you, dwarven child. child? Jar Jar Sinks. Chosen One. Levi Than.
0: Up and Champ. Jonas Engman. The John D. and
1: Catherine T. MacArthur Foundation.
0: Thank you. Carl. Anthony Mulberry. Yanni Markovina. Elusive Koala. Shrew Applegate.
1: Christian Vanskiver. Brookex.
0: Jesus Christ.
1: Jeremy Lowe.
0: Brian Hobgood. Zach Connor.
1: Patreon underscore donator comma yo.
2: Joe Spooky Digital Ghost Tierney. Tom Widom. Lord Cornwallis. Andrew Jadzik contributes for approval some Ice Church Schism Faction names like Methodicists, Presbyterians, <laughs> and Coldfolics. <laughs> I like Prosbyterians because it's not even like a pun. Yeah.
1: Prosbyterians
2: <laughs> is like the winner. It's a one. real Presbyterian way to go about it, if you ask me. Yeah, that.
1: yeah, yeah. Uh, Murphy P. Carson Birkenbean.
2: <laughs> I do It was pre no, I, I, I get it. Tevin Ticklebean met an apple man? <laughs> <don't know>. What?
0: <laughs> you know what? I'm I'm hooked into that story. Tell I'm me more. I'm terrified of the Apple
2: Man.
1: It's just we've gone so long without a chapter update in the story of Tevin Ticklebean, and now we get this <laughs> <laughs> dramatic <Ticklebean>
2: reveal. <laughs> Where Apple. did they end yeah. up? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know. I think also the fact that Apple Man's not capitalized, but Taving <laughs> Tickle does makes it Apple Band
2: more insidious. It implies there are many Apple men. Sean Minogue. Rushy Glenn. Wiggle it. Alicia Grafe. Luke lafontaine Matt McClellan.
0: Chip Handsome. Tanya Turtle. Juan Jalapena. Timothy Misodelakis. Keith Halcrow, Jonas Blatterman. Clay McCarty. Parker Lee. Ham underscore boat. The crow fence, but seasonal.
1: Ooh, pumpkin spiced. Raymond Hernandez. <laughs> Matthew Sutton.
0: Jeffrey Owen Kahey.
1: Kelsey Kinneman. Russell castberg
0: Xavier Jimenez Castillo. Ooh, Scotty Pippin. Joe, regular name, Scott. Chris Putricus. Alex Boone, I- the robotic dog. Flamily. Dungeon Kappa Tobias Clark Zach
1: Ware Lip Duck Ice Acolyte Hamster Turns his cup of ice lava down No It'll be ice
0: Yes Meet Virginia Luke Noodles Zambambino
2: Hugh Boland Estamena Lord of Paul's Pants Nathan Remick Chris Spooky gym shorts And a 4XL t-shirt Stiffy Nelson
0: That's a big (laughs) stiffy If it's 4XL a flagpole in there god damn dude maybe you should talk to a doctor about that
1: that's a big, it's a big dog shirt we all know it's a big dog it's <laughs> a big
0: dog shirt it's a tc tuggers <laughs> need more kimchi putting a different meaning to the term tc tuggers <laughs> tc tuggers it's not a joke shirt <laughs> streak
1: lee wood reed Dick, kieran mcnamara
0: diet soda lamb the aspiring demon lord of friendship Huh?
1: Ooh, Joey Evans. Jackie LaDue. Coleman Laguza,
2: Tacky Tammy. Carewise Gamgee. A pair of Scots. Levi Kidder. I had a foursome <laughs> this summer. I don't want to tell my parents, but I would like someone to tell me they're proud of me. Good job. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty sick, I guess.
1: Gotta stay hydrated, and yeah, I bet there's a whole spreadsheet you gotta fill yeah. out.
0: I hoped you, hoped you wrapped everything tight. You know, you got, little, you. you. got a lot of consent there, which is cool. Yeah. <laughs> Three other people said, yes, be naked near me. And that's pretty cool. Impressive.
1: You you could probably tell your
0: parents. (laughs) (laughs) David Gray.
1: Cameron Hansen. A wild,
0: swaggy Yola squire appears. Throw a ball at it. Matthew Bertado Brace Deary.
2: The Deadly Bold.
0: I am Cornholio. I need TP for my bunghole. Generally depressing.
2: Lava Church is launching a magma missile at Ice Church. You have 24 hours to evacuate. What the fuck? What the? No, no, guys, you're you're in Ice Church. (laughs) Yeah. You better start getting some cold stuff together because we have a lot of lava heading towards Ice Church. We got to build a snow fort right now.
1: Listen, my Ice Church persona is just a guy who's like down for whatever. He's always going to say yes like
2: a total creep. He's Joker is what you're saying? Yeah,
1: he's joker-pilled and boner <laughs> I
0: feel like I'm the only one trying to keep Ice Church frozen. Yeah! Really
2: <laughs> Melty ice. Melty ice. Boney! Ben Bohan. Jonas and Voldson.
0: Some of Chad's bird friends who now live in the rafters at Ice Church. Aw, but they can come down whenever they want.
2: Joe Gorman. Burgers er... Burgers er... <laughs> 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 Burgers Overturned Cup Boiling Free the Entity No! Yes! <laughs> Nicholas Melody Anthony Forgot to
1: Make a Funny Name This Month
2: Don't worry, still did You'll get it next time, Anthony Tiffany Lee Eric Horwitz Thomas Jansis Mutant <laughs> Stop thinking about burgers over turn cup
0: <laughs> <laughs> I can't
2: stop laughing at how stupid I said that Mutant Astronaut Lucretia McEvil Germ deuce. Calamity Carl Nick Johnson Henry Torbert Boner Guard Epsilon Hamilton <laughs> aka Hambone host of Radio Bonaire That's so many titles <laughs> Adam nap Ryan Carroll Logan Derby Jeremy Bowser Chick. Brad Schmelzer. Hello.
1: <laughs> Megan McCormick Mason.
2: Callum Mr. Misfire West. Skeletorin. Ninja Breadman. Mandy Nasty. Yoplin. Hello
1: to Kiss Ferentialin
2: Aaron Lord.
0: Philip Reynolds. Dr. Chuck.
2: Nate Bidget.
0: Mr. Unimportant wants to know if you can pee on the ice yes. church floor. Yes, yes. It yeah. Pee freely. You know what? I'll say Yes knowing that it's going to overall
2: contribute more to the ice ah, I will say right. that. it's it's not quite the lava we're expecting it to be Kevin
1: nothing more refreshing than a nice cold piss Scott Wable.
2: Ryan R Davis will not step in the piss you can pee in regular church robot arena Rocco may gal Bay gal aka Omega bagel <laughs> aka George aka Josh
0: congrats on being in the Joe Paris special Josh F dog SSJ troctor. Llama Lad. Greg Musto. Mike Spaghetti. Jones. Sprinkle Buns. Hi, first time long time. Allie
1: Rose. Hilda B. Chris. The discography (laughs) of Blues Traveler and Inhalation of Skunkweed Enhances Polly Shore's (laughs) Piloting of the Gundam
0: Sandrock.
1: That tracks. Always saying it.
0: I understood everything in that sentence. Me too. Yep. Liam Rogers. Soggy Newspapers.
1: Ollie sets my cart
0: kate the great
1: john w dakota camp
0: chris kulik
1: saturn video gulliver
0: cassandra harris
1: wade norcross
2: Kiwi blurb serial killer x oh that last name was my favorite kira that was convincing as hell kira Mm -hmm. and brian are big fans and big nick lane blake Cavan. dan antonio Kit
0: Bush.
1: Siracin. You over the moon.
0: Dennis Wright.
1: Crash Callahan and the voodoo death god. Farrah. <laughs> yeah. CM. Cameron Ganseveld.
2: Several upset horses. <sighs>
1: Jesse. Goblin Grader, the thawed one of the one true room temp church emerges. <gasps> There's another
0: church? Splitter. Matt Septor. Greg Gervasi, a.k.a. VitaZ. What's
2: up, Greg? Cole Gleason. Chris Gordo.
0: This news is scary. I am to marry in February the 14th, that day at 11.
2: Da-da. Michael Molloy Jesse Box, B. Anthony Rodriguez. We forgot to change our Patreon name for a while, but Jeff Webb, big baby, and I still appreciate all the ongoing bits in the book. Bu- oh, no.
0: <laughs> oh, no. We don't know what that was going to say. Could it be book? We don't know. S.
1: Kyle O'Neill.
2: Alpaca acquaintance turns their cup anti-clockwise.
0: Yes!
2: Huh. I mean, yeah. The hottest direction.
0: <laughs> Taraku, the thing that goes doink in the
2: anime.
1: Gunkahoot saw Undertaker at a Walgreens.
2: Sick, sick. That is fucking cool. Spencer Y.
0: Wonder Skin, it feels like real
2: skin. Tan hide. It feels like real hide. <laughs> Brony underscore Danza. It's kind of like Tony Danza. What? <laughs> dear
0: Anthony Stoker.
2: Wunderskin. Again. Wait,
0: again? Back again? Max Schism Advocate pledges his cup facing upward.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: no, wait. Yes, I think. Yes.
1: Dog Lips underscore
2: Kajoyian. Chris is struggling to think of a fun name and is open to suggestions. Try Apple Man. <laughs>
0: Greb Comics
1: Paul Senti and My Buddy Doll A.K.A. The Real Mr. Bad Boy
0: Yeah
1: I'm a bad boy
0: (laughs) (laughs) Hurt A.K.A. Cyber Bully Talene McKnight Got Married to Ross Not from Friends McKnight Hey, congrats Congrats Congrats.
1: Blarbin pours Orthogonally Yes
0: I I mean, yes We do Yes Yeah Starship Nine (laughs) Logan Kilgus Girthworm Jim. Boss Viratu. Why Paul is leader. You
1: know why. <laughs> Proper Spaceman.
0: Smelodies. <laughs> Angelo Edward Longton Centode.
1: Canadian Ghoul.
0: Bacon the
2: Awkwardly Unseen.
0: RIP Kevin Cole Baja <laughs> blasted with a heart cannon by the King of Space.
1: Thank you, Baja Children. <laughs> <laughs> Caleb Snyder, Grandmaster of Spells and Enchantments, Ooh. pledges his wizard staff and ancient tome to Paul. Goddamn, who
2: got a pledge this month? It was me.
0: <laughs>
2: Lumo Nuba. Elodie. Brian Udath. Sterner Stock. Kyle Welch. Clint Deerking. Agents Miskatonic.
0: A tall glass of dumb bitch juice. Nowhere Lucas. Brian Sika. Brian Sterow. C.L. Reagan. Justin. Ben Flolios Sayer. Whew.
1: Oh, that was a tough one, Chad. Did I say that right? I no, think. I, I, I think you nailed it. Sh- Shayna
2: S. Jaybird. Gumblegore. And welcome, Bob Cabbage. <laughs> I was really hoping Bob Cabbage would get in here. Uh, hello and well met, Jig-ass biddies 007. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Nice. Are you playing Halo right now? <laughs>
0: Welcome, number one gnome.
1: And welcome and thank you very much, Jolly Old Jules.
2: Say goodbye to your souls, bitches.
1: Say goodbye to your gamer score.
0: Thank you all so much. We love you. Have a good have a good time. And enjoy the next episode. Seriously, you're
2: stuck. You're so stuck right now. <laughs> <laughs> you're never leaving. <laughs> <Yes>. Yeah!
1: Yeah!
2: <laughs> goodbye forever.